Hello and welcome to the Impact Podcast from us at Impact Wales. We're Finn and Jane and every week we'll be bringing you lots of discussion, comments and opinion on everything research and education. We'll be talking professional learning, what's happening in the education world and everything in between to help you make a difference in your school. Good morning, Jane. Good morning, Finn. Or if you listen to this in the afternoon, good afternoon, Finn. Renowned art, indeed. <laughs> so... This is our last podcast of the academic year 2022-23. It is. And it's been well, it's been a roller coaster of a of a year, really, Finn, hasn't it? We've had a lot going on, and I know lots has happened in education as well. Um, but here we are. We're this is going out now the last week, the last full week of term. Mm-hmm. We're heading to, we've still got a session to do for school at the end of this week, which we're really looking forward to. We are. But then we're both, for the first time in goodness knows how long, going to take a couple of weeks off over the summer holidays, yeah. which is lovely. A little bit less for me than for you, because I've already had a holiday this yeah, year. But yeah. true, we are going to take a little bit of time off. And I think we should say that, you know, 2022-23 was, was kind of rounding up the year it, it was the, the first year the first full academic year since COVID-19 mm. that we were kind of seeing as well this is it this is when the recovery starts you can't this even is when pull we... it back to normal because it hasn't no. been normal at all no it? no and this this has been the, the the point at which we're going right okay well let's get get started and I think the the feeling for me that's characterized this year in terms of what's been going on in education is you know exhaustion I think that that's the general feeling that I get. There's been so yeah. much turmoil with strikes and, you know, questions about workload, which we are going to talk about today. It, it's felt like everyone's, you know, when we're talking about recovery, that everyone is recovering. Yeah. Everyone is exhausted yeah. from COVID-19 yeah. and the shock that was to the system that it's been really yeah. challenging and I, and I know there was there was lots of conversation on on twitter again on the weekend about and there was one i was particularly watching or following around that you know unless you've been back in a school post-covid mm. you won't recognize the, how different things really are to the well, way it was before covid i live in swansea and it's been in the news recently, the teachers in Swansea, there've been several secondary schools mm. have been closed because there's been, it's been in the news. So I'm not mm. saying anything that people don't know that, that a teacher in Swansea was actually fired because they broke up a fight. Now, I don't know the ins and outs of, you know, how that fight was broken up, what what actually went on. But that was certainly the the narrative that was being discussed mm. in the papers was that the the teachers were not happy with the feeling that if they have to break up fights, which we've all done. Yeah. As secondary teachers, probably a lot of primary teachers have done it as well. We've all been there. We've all broken up fights because they happen. And it feels like fights are happening more frequently at secondary well, it, school. It, it, because it the children are recovering it, too. It, it yeah. And they 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 have said, isn't it? We're not going to see the effects of COVID on education. Yeah. Well, well, we we are going to see the effects that COVID has had on education for decades yeah. to come. It's going to take yeah. a long time, and goodness knows what's going to happen in so, between. So teachers are doing a different job. Yeah. And I think you know that that's what we're talking about today. Is uh, today's podcast is in the news number four. So we've got a range of things to talk about. And well, as you just say, it's July. It's the last week in terms. So what are we talking about? Things that have been published. 
<laughs> well, we did start off with the roundup of the of the year, didn't we? And it's just this again. That's not going to happen this week. There's just be so much coming out, and uh, we've got the time to sit and read things. How on earth everybody Only else? Just. Yeah, how on earth everybody else has been managed when when dust pops into your, your email box at four four p.m. on Friday, and we like, oh, here it comes. Well, this yeah. is it. I mean, this morning now that I've come into the office <laughs> early, and I've literally we've talked about it. Yeah. I've sat there and I've I've, I've pulled everything, it. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, rewritten pulled everything it, rewritten it, everything together. You know, we've had a response from Welsh yeah. Government to one thing this morning, literally just now, pulling it all together. Because I think we've, we, when we started the podcast, it was when you think back, what, three years now, isn't it, really? Three plus it, years. Because it was COVID, it started COVID. Around about June, July. We did it to keep in contact with everybody because yeah. we were both separated. Yes. You know, I was, I know, I know, you were you, you were your little, your little office little bubble, yeah. in, in Swansea and I was in my kitchen yeah. in, in Kafili. And it was, it was one of those things that we weren't sure how this was going to evolve, but I think yeah. it's very much a conversation for us, yeah. but also to talk around some of the issues that are there in education. Some of the issues that I know colleagues and people on Twitter, um, colleagues on Twitter, teachers elsewhere have contacted us about some of the concerns and some of the things that that they want answers to right and i think that uh, um you know just kind of setting out why we do this is really important because none of the things that we talk about are things that have no basis in evidence you know none of yeah. the thing you know we're not we're not sitting here making stuff up and hoping that it gets an audience because that's not what we're about you know we just kind of wouldn't do the podcast yeah. if that was the case what we want is we want that you know when people come to us We've had multiple phone calls about Estin, people experiencing mm. Estin as a fairly brutal yeah. process well, and, and wanting wanting yeah. to share their experiences, um, experiences yeah, yeah. of it and wanting to get some kind of reassurance that, you know, yeah. that they will survive it. And I am I don't feel like I'm using terminology that is overblown yeah. there because they really mm. have been broken some of these people that we've spoken yeah. to about this but there's other people we've spoken to who've had completely opposite absolutely we've had a very positive absolutely you know experience but the, but the reason that we highlight things that aren't going well is because they're they aren't highlighted anywhere else mm. there is this very kind of positive everything's okay everything's yeah. wonderful but from the perspective of if we all want education in wales to improve and we do mm. you passionately we we jane and i we really want education to improve for the children of wales then the only way to do to do that is to look at what the issues are mm. and to fix them because Let's you can't fix something you're not prepared to look at and yeah. you're not prepared to talk about so whilst some people listening to the podcast may hear some of the things we say and say oh well that's not my experience of it mm. It's because it's somebody's experience yeah, yeah. of it that that's why we're raising it, because we want to shine a light on the things that aren't going as well, because we want them to stop. Mm. So that that's where we're coming from. Anyhow, okay. anyhow, <laughs> what we've been doing since the last podcast came out, apart from listening to people's bit, ways, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, we yeah we seem to have had a lot of lot of emails lots of phone calls lots mm. of to and info, and we've between the two of us we've had lots of coffee. Well, I've had lots of coffee, <laughs> lots still of got one now, yeah. hot chocolate, discussing what has gone on yeah. and where we're going. Making and we, sense of it. Yeah, and we're starting to plan, uh, you know, where what we're going to be doing and, 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 and yeah. taking that forward. But what's been really interesting for me is that we've extended, as some of you might have seen on Twitter, we've extended 
or we're trying to extend the advisory board yeah. to bring us we have a extended. much wider group. Yes, exactly what I was going to say. So we've had meetings over the last two weeks with people that have come to us and said look they're interested in joining yeah. the board and that's been a really fascinating yeah uh, cross-section of people and Absolutely. I think we've got a really I mean our advisory board was strong yeah have been and have been really useful from day one but I think we're now I think we're seeing as well we're seeing more interest from people in senior leadership posts mm. you know it's not well, it was never just teachers, but we had a fairly even mix. But I think more and more people from senior leadership, and I'm talking about just down from the top, so the assistant head, deputy head, but also head teachers as well. And that kind of senior leadership position it has overtaken the the equal balance, and it seems to be much more weighted towards that side, which is really interesting. But we've also did another Facebook Live. We did. Well, for it was our a message live, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah, quite message live. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't quite what we were expecting. So it's, you know, part of the the joy, I shall say, of being in Pat Wales is we, yeah. we're trying out new things all the time. And well, that wasn't quite. Uh, but you've also forgotten yeah. that we also joined Threads. Oh, we did. We did. Oh, that was interesting. On day one. We, yeah, yeah, I've never joined a social media platform on day one before. So that was really interesting. It is to be you fair. Did, you did get a bit obsessed with that, didn't you? For the first for about twenty four hours. Yeah. yeah, it is to be fair a little disappointing. It's not quite. Um, it's not Twitter, is it? It's not Twitter, in both ways. <laughs> it, it's it's not a, a bad, yeah. toxic place, but it's also not a place that people are sharing professional information yeah. at any to any great extent. I think, honestly, it, it's one of those things I find have found myself not going and looking at the feed because there's nothing really no. there of any any real interest but you know it's but it things could change but it it's with with twitter as well isn't it sometimes it's toxic sometimes it's not it's, it's very useful very, it's, it's very supportive mm. but it seems to you can't predict how things no. are going to go with it and i think particularly as we approach the end of term when people are tired yeah we tend not to tweet during the holidays yeah. because it's a different place during the holidays. Yeah. And I think a lot of people's uh, frustration and angst mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, challenge yeah. comes out over the holidays. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with threads. But we've also uh, been very um, focused on the decisions for the new qualifications. Wales, we've been in, um, sitting in on lots of the webinars mm-hmm. to see what teachers are thinking about it, what is causing uh, concern for teachers, what they're what questions they're asking because you know one of the the roles that we need to play is we need to understand what's actually mm. happening on the ground so we can't we can't just assume we have to ask and we've been asking our advisory board we we asked a couple of um science teachers particularly about the science, the science yeah and you've listened to the other podcasts about that so we're not going to go over that mm. again but the other thing that we've been focused on is looking at all of the things that have been published by welsh government and there have been a lot. It feels like they're clearing their desk before the end of term, but the result, all do, yeah. the result is that them clearing their desk actually creates more work for mm-hmm. other people. So one of the purposes of today's podcast is to just go through some of the things that have been published and just talk about what's mm-hmm. in them what's important what you can kind of ignore for the for the time being you know we're we're saying please do go and have a read of these if you've got mm-hmm. time anyway but we're going to do a summary and, of them and, I, well. and i'm sure we're going to come back to some of these in in our on our podcast list of subjects yeah in the autumn term but i know we've also got you know some guests yes got very exciting to, podcast to, season to, coming to come up. in as well but i think 
there are certainly some some things in here we will come back to yeah. as more information comes out because i said yeah. that, you know at the beginning it, it is just saying look these things are you yeah. know happening at welsh government level yeah so just be aware of them yeah and i think there there isn't anything that any anybody needs to be looking into any more detail right. at the moment it's just a roundup of the news here yeah. it is and you can then put that to one side and have a lovely restful summer holiday so with that in mind let's get started because there's lots of official guidance and documents that um and well-informed decisions of what we're focused on so let's go through what has come out so we're going to start with workload <laughs> Yes, I'm just having a giggle there because as soon as you say workload, it's like, ah, yeah, because of course we've still got, um, I think it's NEHT who are or ASCL, one of the the head teachers, they're still working to rule, so they're still not happy with the situation. I know they've balloted, but I'm not sure what. No, they're still they're still short of strike. Um, And we've got um jeremy miles has made a a written statement and a statement in the um senate about workload yeah and i'm just going to go through and i'm just going to list what's the um response to dealing with the workload issue particularly for head teachers and senior leaders so we're going to have a digital tool for head teachers so that they can input information into that digital tool to share what's causing them additional workload there's going to be a form of what schools should prepare for Estin mm-hmm. inspection. Uh, we're, there's also in that reform, there's going to be um, a look at how Estin will support the schools after, after yeah. the inspection process. And as we said before, that you know a lot of the conversations we've been having with school leaders and middle leaders recently is that we've heard both sides of the story yeah. that inspection can be a really great place to have some professional learning but it also can be a really brutal quite punitive yeah um experience for people and that's how they're experiencing it there's also be going to be um, a concerted communication approach and i think concerted communication there's both quotes from the um the report um about what f estin uh the process actually is required and what isn't required because we know that with all of the fear and there is still yeah, fear yeah, yeah, around yeah. Destin and the yeah. accountability process that some schools do spend inordinate amounts of time preparing things that may be needed yeah, 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 yeah. Aren't. and I, and I think clarity is is important isn't it at this point absolutely and then as part of that workload um uh report or you know announcement is that they're going to focus on equal access professional learning yeah across wealth yeah okay so there, there's all that and it, time will tell mm-hmm. whether that does actually make a difference to workload or not and i'm sure that um those um teachers and head teachers who are um not happy with the current situation will make yeah. their their well, thoughts well budgets and the pay rise you know is still yep it's still bubbling and i know over across the border in england it's yep. happening yeah 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 okay so the next thing that was announced was a review of the middle tier and when we're talking about the middle tier, we are talking about local authorities, consortia, consortia and partnerships. So partner area, I field area mm-hmm. and all that's going on in there. NAEL, the National Association of Educational Leadership, HEIs, um, the academic mm-hmm. institutions and the Commission for Tertiary Education. We're not going to focus on that one particularly no, no, no. because obviously we're more about mainstream mm-hmm. um, secondary and primary education. Now, this 
middle tier review is due to report in March of 2024, mm -hmm. but we don't know at this stage what that report you know will do. Whether it will it will actually provide recommendations that Welsh government yeah. need to respond to or not, we don't know. But it, they're going to. There's no more detail on that at the moment. No, but it's just just be aware that that is that is taking place absolutely Over the next nine months or whatever. And there's a. Terms of reference document out on the internet. That's what's really interesting about all, a lot of these publications is that it looks like it's a single written statement, and then there's like three or four different links yeah, to click yeah. that take you through to lots of other documents yeah. and information that is just as big as the first it's like one. A, it's like um, Warren, yeah, Rabbit Warren, yeah. Okay, so the terms of reference for that review are that it will clarify the roles and responsibilities, looking particularly for gaps in provision and duplications. Mm -hmm. And it will also set out a plan to manage these. Mm -hmm. It will identify how the middle tier can work collaboratively and how the middle tier can further support cluster collaboration. Yeah. So collaboration is a big deal. Well, particularly cluster collaboration, isn't mm -hmm. it? That's That was being mooted around for, for a good while. Absolutely. Now, so to be able to you know, think about how the middle tier can support that is going to be really useful. Indeed. And then it will set out clear expectations for how school improvement in Wales should work in terms of the use of research and evidence, managing workload, funding requirements, impact and value for money. So there was a lot in that mm. announcement, but our understanding of it, having read all of the documents, is that they're going to look at all of the middle tier organisations they're going to work out of those middle tier organizations who's doing what yeah who's doing the same as someone else mm -hmm. where is nobody doing something yeah. and then potentially and this is the bit that is quite unclear at this moment is potentially they will be reorganizing the middle tier in order to make it work to better. cover all bases yeah yeah well so we got I, think, I think as well it's it's not just about it's not just about covering all bases it is about making it work better because it's said quite clearly that impact and value for money yeah so the middle tier has the potential to look very very different mm. 2025 going on or maybe a little yeah. bit longer than that because it'll take a while yeah. to do but yeah so the, there's there's another very big change mm -hmm. ahead um alongside the GCSEs. But, and... but of course, that's also touching on the, the workload issue that we've, that we've just yeah. mentioned as well. So yeah. we've got an overlap there already. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that we wanted to mention, and this is the penultimate thing, because the big chunky thing is, is the last thing we're going to talk about. But the other smaller thing that, that's been in the news recently is the governing bodies petition. Mm. So they've raised a petition about what they have entitled the inadequate funding for schools in Wales um, and the target is to get 10,000 signatures so that this is actually um, debated in the Senate. Um, well, they're uh, halfway there aren't they? Yeah they're just as over halfway today. yeah 5,300 something as of today so if you haven't um, seen that and you would like to sign the petition um, if you just um, google it. it's like, it, Well it's on our Twitter feed. It is it? on our Twitter feed. So if you would like to sign the petition, yeah. go to our Twitter feed and you can sign it there by clicking the link. Okay. So the, the big thing today, and you won't be at all surprised to <laughs> realize that the big thing that we're talking about today in the news is accountability again. So on the 5th of July, 
Welsh Government published their evaluation plan for 2023. So very quietly, very quietly, no fanfare. They did talk about uh, I think Jeremy Miles did talk about it briefly in the Senate about a week yeah. later. Um, but it, it's the evaluation evaluation plan is what's now being is now the kind of common term for accountability. It isn't quite accountability, mm. but accountability is involved in it. So evaluation is is basically making sure that what is being done in Wales is doing what it's supposed to do. Mm. So it sounds like accountability to me, but that nobody's using the word accountability anymore. No, no it's a dirty word now, isn't it? Can I, can I just say that um, this is a trend that we have noticed, is that quite often in Wales, small country, things are called by a certain name, and we all know that that's not what it is. For example, evaluation isn't this the kind of new term for accountability. Um, and if this were happening in England, in a much larger country, I think somebody would be calling them out and would be it would be publicised and they'd have to be held to account. But it doesn't it doesn't really happen that way in Wales because if you do, then people know exactly who you are and they can say, well, that's, that's not okay. Not really, not you know, so it, it feels it's very difficult to mm. say how things are because people people then hold you as a person, as a person to you know it then becomes an ad hominem yeah. it then becomes a personal attack so we are always very careful about what we say because we're operating in a system that doesn't like challenge no okay so the evaluation <laughs> plan was published on the 5th of July. And what this plan does is looks at how evidence from the school system will be used to understand what's working well and why, and how that information will be shared with the wider system in order to promote learner progress, develop school improvement, use to focus and support guidance in the right places. Mm -hmm. So basically, all of the data and the information that comes, the evidence that comes from what happens in schools will then be collated, analysed, looked at. Mm. And I'm using the broadest term here, qualitative, quantitative, mm. you know. Any type of data. Any type of data that will be used to decide what to do next mm -hmm. in terms of supporting schools, mm. guiding schools, promoting learning, learning yeah. progress. So accountability. Yeah. Under another name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they didn't talk about all of the data. They only talked about some of the data. And the evaluation plan is kind of setting out what Welsh Government's plans are for that information mm -hmm. from the mm -hmm. system. You know, how they're going to generate it, what's it going to look like, how they're going to use it. But they didn't talk about the whole data set. Mm -hmm. They only talked about some parts of it. So what evidence are they actually talking about? Well, there were five different accountability elements that were mentioned in the evaluation plan. And some of these come from the research commission by Kirsty Williams, um, carried out by ARAD, who were looking at... go back quite a bit now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, who were looking at, you know, what data is already in the system mm -hmm. that can be used. And some of this comes from social finance, who um, there was uh, the research carried out by Jeremy Miles that was 
um, looking at, well, we know what yeah. the gaps are, well, so how are we going to plug those gaps yeah. in terms of um, data? So there are five different types of data that this plan talks about how that data is going to be developed and what it's going to be used for. Mm-hmm. They've got a multi-year formative evaluation, which our understanding of that is surveys and questionnaires mm-hmm. and interviews with staff and pupils. And that includes not just like that national, what does everybody think of this, but also deep dives into progress to um, implement curriculum for Wales. I don't like the phrase deep dives, though, do we really? No, but that's the term they use. It's very reminiscent of Ofsted. It is. It is, but that's That's what they've used. So that's what we're using. Okay. There's also the national sampled monitoring, which is this new approach Mm -hmm. to um, identifying standards in curriculum for Wales. Um, and these are tests that will carried will be carried out with a sample of um, pupils in a sample of schools to identify progress and standards in learning. Well, we know we've they've put out a, a tender, haven't they, to yep. to look at whether it, these tests are feasibility study. feasibility study to see whether that is. Yeah. So the feasibility study, I think it was it was over a mil, it was over two million, wasn't it? It was two and a half million. I don't know. There was that. one that was. But think four hundred thousand, but there was another one that was a little bit more. Okay, than okay. there were a couple. There've been a couple of ones that have come out this this week or two, isn't it? Okay, so that that there's a feasibility yeah. study for the sampling, yeah. um, monitoring the testing, yeah. um, what it's going to look like, how it's going to work, what they can test, what they can't test. You know, can they can they test children for resilience, confidence? Yeah. I assume because that's come from the social finance that that might be part of it. Okay, so that's that's the the plan talks about the progress in that there's also the long-term cohort study which is going to take a cohort from the start in school and potentially yeah yeah, potentially also year seven and follow them through to age 25 but i think that's a really interesting i think it's really fast really a a really positive step as well to look at beyond yeah 16 beyond 18 what's happening yeah you know particularly those that go into work yeah and work-based apprenticeships and absolutely and have a look at the whole and remit we have often said that um you know policy is far too short term Mm. so it should be absolutely long term it's a little bit of a shame that that didn't happen before curriculum for wales that that isn't something that happened and then curriculum wales was developed mm. as part of it but you know it's obviously that's not going to be reporting for quite some time yeah. uh then there's the npep inquiry synthesis mm-hmm. so this is a little bit complicated in that they've said well this was an interesting one wasn't it well they've said yeah. okay so part of the dynamic for making sure that standards are, are working well that things are improving and school improvement is part of that process is that well if if teachers are getting really high quality professional learning mm-hmm. then that's helping them to improve. So we know that um, high quality professional learning includes things like practitioner inquiry. So if we look at the MPET project that has practitioner inquiry as its remit, Mm -hmm. and then look at what questions practitioners are asking themselves as part of their inquiry, Mm -hmm. then that will help us understand whether the system is improving. Mm -hmm. So that's like four four steps away from, you know, yeah, the kind of the starting point. So it, it's 
it will be really interesting, but I'm not sure in terms of, you know, if you're part of the MPEP project, whether you're really thinking about, I don't know. I don't know. I and mean, maybe they are being told, right, you're implementing curriculum for Wales. What's the problem in your class that yeah. you're trying to fix? Or, or what, teachers... are you in, what are you interested in developing might not necessarily be yeah. what your pupils. What are you interested need. in developing or what have you yeah. always had a problem with? Or what, what have you done a lot of work mm. on and you fancy doing some more on? You know, there's. It's quite a lot of, you know, variation in, I think, what people end up doing and why they end up doing it. I'm not sure that kind of, well, it's quality professional mm. learning and practitioner inquiries part of that. So therefore, this must mean that. It would be interesting to see, though, the breadth of questions yes. that are being set. And are there those common inquiry questions running through across Wales or have we got common inquiry questions running yeah. in particular regions that yeah. would also be worth having a look at as well would be very interesting what you do with that will also be interesting because if you use that then to define policy then you know we're, we're getting to the stages of educational research is really really difficult mm -hmm. because there's so many variables involved it's not simply a case of you know saying well these 30 teachers all ask this question independent yeah. of each other in their classroom therefore this must have some link with the curriculum yeah. It, yeah. it it doesn't it, necessarily it, follow no, it needs more yeah investigation nuance. yeah underneath it to see why absolutely is the case, isn't it? so and then the final thing that they talk about in this plan is the system coherence review which is looking at all of the parts of the system and how they're working together and questionnaires to look at things like implementation, support and guidance, the middle tier and mm -hmm. so on. But what they don't mention um, or only very much in passing, you know, half a sentence here, half a sentence there is the wider data yeah. ecosystem, all the data that is currently in the system that Welsh government will be. And we know are, developing and reforming yeah, it's and reviewing. things that are already there isn't it yeah not so much so, new things gcse qualifications attendance yeah. exclusions um, learner destinations other research studies estin information mm -hmm. school improvement services data pisa so all of mm -hmm. that data mm -hmm. is in the system and we know that uh, key stage four indicators will actually reference several of those yeah, yeah, yeah. and we know that key stage four indicators they really matter. Yeah. I think if you don't work in secondary, no, you don't understand, you might not have, or not understand, but you might not not appreciate how much they matter. Key stage four indicators really do matter. Yeah. So key stage four indicators may well be part of middle leaders performance management. Mm -hmm. uh, they will certainly be part of discussions within departments um, about what teachers mm -hmm. are doing in their classroom and how children are reaching targets or not. Teachers will be held to account for that. The curriculum will be designed to take them into account. Mm. So when secondary teachers talk to primary teachers about, we expect children to have this by the time they reach us, that will have come down from key stage four, four indicators. indicators. So they really, really matter. And, you know, a poor set of indicators for a teacher or for a department cohort, or for yeah. a school or a cohort. Make a yeah. break sometimes. It is. It is. So... There were some recommendations mm. for the key stage four indicators because obviously they're going to have to change because we're going to have a new set of GCSEs. So they're going to have to change. And social finance paper, that one that was looking at the, the gaps in the data that we currently have, made some recommendations about what they should and shouldn't be. So I'm just going to list these 
if you haven't seen the social finance um, paper, it is actually, it is a really interesting read, especially the table that outlines um, what um, data is needed. So in terms of key stage four indicators, social finance recommendations are that they shouldn't be used to, to rank or um, set a, a value judgment against an individual school. Mm -hmm. So they shouldn't rank schools or put a value judgment against them. For the CAP 9, their recommendation is not to use it, mm -hmm. um, or if it has to be used, to use it alongside other indicators. What they do recommend is what they're calling a basket model, which, you know, when you think of your shopping basket, and I've got five things in my shopping basket, and therefore it costs £10.50, yeah. is the basket model is having a number of indicators in there, yeah. things like attendance, exclusions, yeah. GCSE qualifications, destinations, yeah, so well-being. Yeah, set of and then indicators, isn't it? having that as and, yeah. and how that works. I mean, that that's obviously the job of work that Welsh Government do. Yeah. Interesting that there is quite a job of work around that, and it's not mentioned in the evaluation plan at all. So they are doing some stuff, yeah. in it and they have got plans, yeah. but they're not talking about those. Okay, so um, the comparison they they do recommend that there is uh, one option that is comparison to expected school population model. So you can say school A is a school that has this type of population. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the expectation for this type of population would be this set of key stage four indicators. So you can then compare that with your baskets. It's, well, it's very much like family of schools version. Yeah. 2.0. Mm -hmm. So another recommendation that they made around key stage four indicators is don't publish them. Mm -hmm that it allows schools the choice, um, give them to schools, so schools have them, yeah. but uh, give schools the discretion to decide whether they're going to share them with middle tier organisations, mm -hmm. uh, with parents, mm -hmm. with the wider public, but don't publish them. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it's that expectation, isn't it, that when, you know, within a secondary school, your cohort that you've got it's been able to track them through their journey rather than comparing cohort to cohort. Cause we know that this year's year 11 will produce a completely different set of results to last year's year 11. And they're different children. Cause they're different children. So it's about having that view of progression rather than yeah. performance at that particular. Well, this is, there. this is one of the things that will have to be decided for, for this um, job of work. And I think it's also really interesting that um, when you say if it's up to the school, the discretion is the schools, that raises mm. questions as well, because you're going to get some schools who are very proud of their results and think they're fantastic mm. and therefore publish them widely. And then there will be other schools that, for whatever reason, don't want to, but there will then be some pressure on them to to yes, publish them so you know i think really we should be getting to a situation where it's either blanket nobody publishes mm. well i think actually yeah. i'll just leave it there yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody yeah. publishes because data should be about improvements mm. not about shame mm. yeah so the report did suggest that now would be a perfect time to pause all key stage four indicators reporting whilst development was ongoing but we know that's not the case. No, no. Okay. So in the current situation, announced late November 2022, and it was just after the <laughs> November results. Came yeah. Out, wasn't it? Well, it was, well, no, 
November, after, November. No, the window. The, the, yeah, the November sitting. I know schools had, well, we talked about this before, I mean, yeah. schools had entered pupils mm-hmm. for their GCSEs in the November, and then the news came out about Cap 9 about being the first entry. First so entry it's, only. It's, it a little bit. And I know lots of schools have, have, have been stung in the tail with that. Yeah, so this, is, this was mm-hmm. reintroduced because it was mm-hmm. the pre-COVID um, situation as a temporary measure, but no end date was given yeah. for that temporary measure. And more recently, the Welsh Government um, put in place a practitioner group, and I'm quoting here, the Welsh Government will be establishing a practitioner group to begin reflecting on these findings, ensuring that solutions are co-constructed and that learners in the progression at the heart, mm-hmm. very heart of the information ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Now, given that the evaluation plan was published uh, on the 5th of July, and we looked at it and the first thing that we were thinking was, well, OK, so what the key stage four indicators is going to be like. And the fact that they weren't mentioned, we thought that that was significant. Mm-hmm. So we went back to Welsh Government on Twitter DMs, as we often do, and asked them three questions. And these are the three questions we asked. When will the practitioner group set up in response for the need for the new data ecosystem report on their reflections? Because there wasn't a date given. When will Welsh Government share the new requirements for schools for the new data ecosystem, i.e. the key stage four indicators? And when will the current uh, temporary approach of first entry cap nine reporting end and the new data ecosystem begin? And we had a response. It's quite a long response, wasn't it? It was a long response. (laughs) There wasn't much that we didn't know. There was one sentence. There was one sentence that we didn't know already. And so, and I'm quoting here, the one sentence that we didn't know was, we plan to develop proposals in early 2024 so we can establish new arrangements by summer 2025. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's where we are. So, so that, temporary, that, that temporary Cap 9 first entry only will be replaced in summer 2025. Okay, yeah. so that's it. There we go. That's of our podcast. Lots of information mm-hmm. out. Happy holidays. <laughs> Lots of reading to do. Yeah, I think I would just, if I was a teacher, a head teacher in a school, I would just go, well, there you go. That's a term done. I'm now going to go yeah, off yeah, and yeah. have my holiday. Yeah. Welsh Government have got everything in hand because they they are clearly working on lots of things in the background. Yeah. But I think and I think going through that, you don't realise how many things are yeah you know whirring and yeah. So let's let's wait and see what the new term brings, what the new next. Let's hope there's yeah. no disc this week with new stuff there's, in it. There's nothing that can be done about that, so let's not worry yeah, about yeah, it yeah, for yeah. now. Okay, so what's next for us? Well, we've got a couple more people we're seeing this week for our advisory board, and Absolutely. then we are. You know, ready to relaunch as a much bigger yes group um, group, which is fantastic. Um, we are going off. It is. It, how was um, our eighth birthday? It was, and I was poorly, so I had to cancel our yeah our little celebration we were going to have, so our strategic day away we were going to have. Yeah, but we're gonna we've we've put that back in the diary for next week. As you can tell, my throat is a little bit better today. Yes, um, we've got one more school session to do this week. Yeah. For a morning which we'll be looking forward to yeah and whilst during the summer holidays we as we say we will be off social media because it tends to be well it we think that teachers and teachers shouldn't be shouldn't yeah. be yeah. bothered with yeah. stuff so that we're we're gonna yeah. and we're gonna have a break as well 
But that doesn't mean to say we're completely stopping work. We are taking a little bit of time off, but we are doing a lot of development over yeah. the summer holidays as well. Because I've got a very busy autumn yeah, term. Yeah, well, I've, I've got a couple of books that I've had that I want to read. And I know you've read the Chris Such book yeah, on which reading, which I've now got, which I'm going to do because we've got Chris coming on our podcast. We have. Um, we're next soon. week uh, next week recording it so that'll go out in the autumn term so that'll yeah. be really interesting but i've got a couple of other books that i want to yeah. you know dabble with and have a look and it's having that time isn't it to to sit and to 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 catch up Digest. on things that we haven't managed to 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 do yeah you know, because next term is looking very busy we're actually into 2024 bookings now as well yeah. so Lots to be thinking about, but a summer holiday where we will be taking some time yeah. off. And we hope you do yeah. too. But we do have a couple of workshops coming on, oh, coming yes. up in end of September, October. Yeah. Um, our guided practice group are coming back for their second session. They are. As well. So we've got lots going on, but I think it's time just to, you know, not put our feet up quite yet because we've still got to get to Friday. Um, <laughs> but yeah. hopefully everybody will manage to have, you know, a bit of a rest a bit of a rest and let's fingers crossed that the weather improves a little bit from the rain that we're having at the moment indeed indeed so, so take happy holidays and we will see you in september bye now thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes you can find us online at www.impact.wales you can also follow us on social media on twitter we're at impact wales on Facebook and Instagram, search for Impact Wales, and on LinkedIn, search for Impact School Improvement.